All right. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back for another Gambit podcast. I am SoloBase15. I'm here with my good friend, Zareth. It is good to see all you lovely people in chat already. Um, how are you guys doing? And Zareth, how are you doing? <laughs> I thought you'd never ask, Solo. <laughs> Literally, I thought that you were going to just pass that by. I was but... just going to ignore it. Well, we don't have a guest on, so I don't have to ignore it this time. <laughs> and nice. Oh. Nice. Whoa. Yeah. I feel like I I just saw the screen go do okay, never mind. I'm just taking crazy pills. All right, guys. So I'm doing well solo. It's been a good uh it's been a good week. There's been some anger in the community, but how are you doing? I am I'm doing well. We're headed into Christmas week. It's five V five Grand Arena, which is always much more fun. I um you know. We don't have a raid running right now, so I'm quite happy. <laughs> yeah, yep, no raids right now. We do have Territory War, which is... Uh, yeah. It exists. It, and actually, it does. You know, we complain about it, but we've also benefited a lot from Territory Wars in general. Even if, even if it's a lot of work for how much we get, like think of how many Zetas we wouldn't have. That's true. That is true. Um, you add it up. I mean, we have a couple extra Zetas over the course of three years than everybody that hasn't tried. Well, yeah, I can look it up. But I mean, even if I had a losing record, let's see. Okay, so let's let's just assume two Zetas per fight. And I've been in, it looks, I think the total that we've had, maybe my calculation's a tiny bit off, but uh, let's see. It looks like 142 something like that um wait 100 anyways it, if it's 140 in that ballpark um it, like that's that's 200 uh 280 zeta mats so you know that's, that's a lot. that <laughs> that is a lot 14 14 14 zetas, zetas. yeah and, and i think i mean most of mine, the majority of my uh, territory wars are wins. So, I mean, that's probably an extra few Zetas. Anyways, I'm yeah. not saying that I really enjoy the game mode that much, but it like if we hadn't had it, our accounts would be significantly weaker. That's true. And remember the time when Zetas used to be rare <laughs> and now right. we get like one a week. And a big mm -hmm. portion of that is because we're getting six a week from uh, Zetas. Um, or from Territory War, and then, you know, we just had the Talzin event for two, and then you can get seven a week from Fleet. It's it's amazing how many Zetas we have right now when, what, two and a half years ago, everyone was saying, I'm on such a Zeta crunch. And I say that, and I know there's people in chat right now, they're like, I need five more Zetas right. today. <laughs> so, um Oh yeah, yeah. I I know you and I are both patrons of people, or we have patrons. Sorry, who have, who have, a, a severe Zeta crunch. And you know, <clears throat> the nice thing is, if you win Grand Arena, you also get Zetas for that. So yes, yeah. So let's let's keep winning Grand Arena because they're releasing more and more characters with multiple Zetas, and I need them all. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, so we talked a little bit about the raid. Why don't we talk about the controversy around the raid that is spewing around this week as CG goes into 
their quiet week. Um, <laughs> oh man, it's been it's been kind of funny to like in a sad way. It's it's it can be frustrating. I, I get people's <clears throat> frustrations like <clears throat> before. So I think the thing that that makes me chuckle about the whole thing is I, I don't know exactly what to make of it, but CG. So everyone got together, like the, there's like 100, what, 150 some guilds who CG sent out a message like, guys, you've done like this many billion damage right. and this many guilds have beat the Rancor and congratulations, you know, like talking all big, congratulating the player base and the player base is like, yes, we are amazing. And then, <laughs> and then they released a, a bug fix <laughs> that made it so that it's like so hard for certain guilds to finish it now and it like of course the cynical thing that everyone's saying is like oh yeah like we did all these billions like there are a few too many too many billions of damage <laughs> that, that the player base did like cg needs to tone it down a little bit uh, that you know they wanted to tone it down yeah. and i don't I don't know like it seems like maybe that decision was made too fast for like the fix was made too fast for that to actually be a conscious decision on their part like my my inclination is to think that they had intended for it to be this hard from the start yeah and and then um the the bug just gave everyone like these lofty expectations that weren't actually ever part of the intentions of what they were doing Oh yeah, it 100% was they released it the first time it was run. They're like, oh crap, we have this bug, let's fix it. And then uh, they fixed it the first week. I mean, it's not like they let it hang around for a month and a half and they're like, oh, by the way, guys, <laughs> sorry about that. I mean, they fixed it within seven days of it releasing. My problem is not that they fixed the bug, it's that they have this mechanic begin with <laughs> because so here's the thing they, they came out um right before they went into quiet week so two days ago and i have no problem with them taking a vacation this week because every other company and every other business takes a vacation this week so i have no problem with them having a quiet week just so we can set that aside because i know the complaints that come so at this yeah. time of year every year they're, um, they're humans man right, right. <laughs> they're people <laughs> this is their holiday week too give them a week guys um but so they came out and they've let and they said oh yeah well the sith raid and the aat took guild coordination before um so you guys will be crushing this raid like you were those raids no problem it just needs some time and here's the thing i think they completely miss what the complaint about this raid is. I haven't heard anyone complain. Well, I shouldn't say anyone because there's always complaints, but I haven't heard any major complaints of, oh my God, this raid is too hard. The complaints are this raid is stupid that everybody has to drop damage at the same time. It's not that the raid is too hard. It's that the raid is either a challenge or it's impossible. Like there, there's no in between here. If you get to zero twenty percent, you're like begging, just begging somebody. Come on, you have to have like Han or something just to shoot once and get a hundred thousand damage. Um, yeah. Like the problem is, you have to have twenty five people on at the same exact time, and 
you have to coordinate and so everybody drops damage one at once like that's the complaint if they had it where it's just as challenging and nobody can do more than 20 percent or i know there are some kylo teams doing 32 percent uh but like nobody could do massive damage just everybody could hit on their own time i would think this this raid was great like okay i can't do i can't solo the raid i don't like soloing the raid anyway like just let me go in and do my big damage in each tier and i I'm happy. Um, it just, it's a different type of guild coordination than the AAT or the Sith raid was. Oh, and it, it totally, you're right about that. Like it's, I, I don't, <clears throat> I don't necessarily like that because what's going to end up happening for some guilds, at least like they're going to just have to say like, sorry, like no, we're a North American guild, like no euros here. Cause you're not going to be available for a raid times. Right. And normally people are just like, oh yeah, like if you want to join us and then not actually hit the raids, then that's wonderful. Like we don't want to share our raid rewards. And if you want to stay with us, you know, you, you, despite not getting the top tier raid rewards, like awesome. I'll, we'll totally take that. <laughs> but yeah. now it's like, hey, we actually need you to be available at the right time or this isn't going to work. Well, so one of the sister guilds in the Alliance, um, I actually just saw this message. They had, they're talking to a recruit and they need to fill spots. And this recruit is a good recruit first in both arenas. You know, he's active. He's got a couple of GLs. He's perfect fit. And then the <laughs> message they had to send though, was this is the time we attack the rancor either. You can make that time or you can't join us. Sorry. <laughs> it's like, that's just depressing. Like this fantastic, fantastic recruit is sitting on their doorstep wanting to join them and it all comes down to are you going to be available at 9 p.m eastern if you're not good day sir <laughs> right it's such a such a weird thing i mean yeah it's like are we going to start going into uh, yeah like like in, in chat actually gig said the same thing i was thinking actually like whoa we're going to just end up with guilds in certain time zones. It's like, Hey, right. like I work, I work day shift in mountain standard time. Like that's the kind of guild I'm in. You know, <laughs> that's like, new guild names will be like the howling Ewoks EST. <laughs> like right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Prime says uh, the world, world of Warcraft does. Okay. Uh, like everyone, everyone has it for the raid and stuff for the raids in world of Warcraft. I, I get that. I just, that's not been a dynamic that Galaxy of Heroes has ever really had. Like, they, yeah. they require coordination, but it's always been you have 24 hours and just do your part, or 20 or 48 hours and do your part, whatever. But, yeah, you know, and so it, it kind of gives, at least it feels like it gives everyone an equal opportunity to be able to participate. It, it doesn't work out perfectly, but this is kind of a new thing. And I think people are just a little bit reacting negatively to it, which is understandable. Yeah. I, and I also think part of that reacting negatively to it is you make one mistake and as a guild, and like I said, it's not a challenge. It's like, all right, we're, we're not completing this. Like one person dropped too early. Sorry guys, the entire guild is messed up because they forgot that Wi-Fi isn't disabled by airplane mode on iOS. <laughs> like, there you go. Sorry. 
you're out of luck. Sorry, dude. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Anyways, it's, it'll be interesting to see. I I don't think it's a huge deal breaker necessarily for most people, uh, like on on its own. It's, it is just going to be interesting to see how, you know, like for a while there actually cg was getting enough a lot of momentum with the player basic you know a lot of people were saying things like wow cg actually likes its players again and it's like you guys are crazy that you thought they didn't but (laughs) i i get you know everyone's excited about the game again they gave us a new legendary character that's easy to get you know easy to farm the new characters for it and Never mind that the gear crunch is as insane or insane-er than any Galactic Legend after you get him unlocked. But <laughs> like, like CG's been making a lot of good changes, a lot of good things, a lot of reason to be positive. And, uh, and now this is kind of a stumble in a way. Like I think the player base is seeing this as a stumble, whether it is or not. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how, how things balance out. Um, yeah. on, on top of that, there's also the, the other thing that people have been angsty about is uh, the Galactic Challenges yes. uh, and the rewards. A huge chunk of them are uh, completely contingent on uh, having Beskar Mandalorian released or <laughs> unlocked and usable for the rewards. How do you, how do you feel about that, Solo? I am split between it. I hated, not hated, I hate that it happened. Like, I I don't like it. Um, But at the same time, this isn't the first time they've done something like that. Like, so here's the thing with Beskar. And one of the things that a lot of people have to keep in mind, if you are a pay-to-pay player, um you are paying to get a temporary advantage. You're not getting the long-term advantage. You're getting that temporary advantage because this game is actually very free-to-play friendly in that you can farm every character within three months. Well, you can start farming every character within three months. So there has to be an advantage for the pay-to-pay player to get them to pay because at the end of the day, Pay to pay, pay to play uh, player pays for the free to play player to keep playing the game. Um, so they made Beskar Mando much easier to get in that three of the characters were farmable, you know, six months ago. Um, Quill and IG Eleven have the bonus drops, which we'll talk about that as well, but. So they're going to be easier to get. It takes like no gear to get Beskar Mando. Um, I know Cubs only failed once on the whole, his whole unlock. So (laughs) um, my guess is it's not that hard. Right. It it, it really, I mean, it isn't. And the event is, the event is fantastic in and of itself. But um, so there has to be, there has to be a reason that the pay to play player there has to be some advantage that they get. Otherwise, why would they pay? <laughs> and why would they? And at the end of the day, this is a business like CG wants to keep their doors open. It's not, oh, we hate people. We want their money. It's, hey, I want to pay to keep the doors open and keep this game going. So the fact that they give an advantage to the pay to play player, while I don't like it 
because of how quickly it showed up. Like if it showed up in the second round of GCs rather than like the opening day of the event, I would have felt a little better about it. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I completely understand why they want to reward people that are willing to spend the money to get him. Like I, I get it. it. It makes sense from a business perspective. Um, so it's, it sucks, but at the same time, it makes sense. Yeah. And that's exactly my thought. Like, so, so here's the thing, we can still do galactic challenges and yeah. we can still like, they just added an extra line to require the best guard to get a little extra. Like, yes, they're, they're putting the best gear behind it or the best rewards. Like we, those of us who didn't have best guard, uh, did not, were not able to get as many of the new mods, but that being said, I, I, I'm, think i'm fine with it like it, it's not fun to feel excluded but at the same time we're still being we're still able to do the, the galactic challenges and like you said like they they need to provide some kind of incentive for people to actually spend money especially because right now he's not like he's not amazing he, he seems pretty solid but he doesn't have all his pieces yet, for sure. Like we know for a fact, right. we have at least one probably very vital piece. And that they probably strategically told us that so that we didn't just panic when we when <laughs> people spend like 500 bucks to unlock him. Yeah. So, you know, people people unlock him and then they're like, wait, he can't, he can't do anything really, do something. And he's <laughs> like, well, I can kill the things you could already kill. Can't kill right. the legends for sure. And, you know, this is a kind of a pot sweetener for the people who, who are who invested, and I'm I'm good with that. Right, and and Prime brought it up, and actually your guildmate Fatal, aka the Playbook, has brought it up in the past. The same week that they put him as a requirement is when they increased the Galactic challenges to two a week. So nobody is losing rewards from what they got last week. You're not you might not be getting as much rewards as you would with Beskar, but this is basically a bonus. And if they do it where it's the new shiny tune is only required for the first out of two rewards, you're basically missing out on bonus rewards, not the rewards that you normally would get every week. So if they keep it that way and the new shiny guy isn't needed for every single one, then I'm fine with that because I didn't lose anything. I just didn't gain as much as I could have. Well, I think that that's a, that's a really key thing that people don't necessarily uh, think about that much. It like, yes, it's it can be a little bit uh, feel crappy to to feel like you're being left behind or whatever and not keeping up. The fact is though, the people who are getting Beskar Mando in the first place, like right away are people that like the people who are grumbling about that, that like they're not they're not going to keep up with the people getting Beskar Mando anyways it doesn't matter like so <laughs> so really like the people you're really competing with everyone else is also not getting the same rewards so I, well I yeah know. yeah you, you are staying on the same stratosphere I guess you could say like the person that you're going to match up against in Grand Arena is going to be the guy that has the same <laughs> amount of mod slicing materials that you did um and the the guy that got the r5 beskar the you know 
on day one. He's going to be going up against other people that got an R5 Beskar on day one. Like it's the guy that got the R5 Beskar on day one isn't going to be the guy that ha- isn't going to get him for two months. Um, you know, right? And, you know, you'll maybe you'll meet some random guy who's like on his way I- up. Yeah. yeah, or a guy who's like, Mandalorian was my favorite thing in the whole <laughs> world, and I am free to play for life except for this one thing. Right. Like you, you get those people, and I don't. Oh, yeah. I, I maybe made it sound like I think they're dumb, but I mean that that's totally, totally an acceptable thing. If you want to spend your money on it, that's great. But the fact is, like that that guy is probably not going to be like a huge material threat to you anyways like right uh, you know anyways i probably enough said i i'm fine with it it does i can feel crappy but yeah uh so another thing that happened this week there's a bunch of little things that happened this week that kind of got the community all riled up and one of them was as I, i mentioned before quill and ig11 went to the cantina. Um, They are bonus drops for any cantina energy you spend. And the problem we have is more of, um, so SWGOH events put out an article, you know, they, they got, I say leaked, but CG told them the info so that they could make this release um, about the drops and everything. And so they put out an article with the facts from CG and then they also have speculation in it. And they very clearly said in the, uh, you know, the paragraph, it was something along the lines of, if this is the drop rate, here's the math on how quickly you could unlock Quill and IG-11. And it was very quickly in that article. It was like, you only needed two 100 refreshes in, um, <laughs> in what, uh, three weeks and you could unlock them. Well, here's the problem. That was speculation that was setting up people for the event and it wasn't coming from CG. And so people flipped out when the drop rates came actually came out. So like the article said I could unlock them with only two 100 refreshes and I can get them in three weeks. And these drop rates are crap when the drop rates are really basically the equivalent of a hard no drop rate. Um, so it was kind of like this, the way it all played out was very, very unfortunate for CG because they thought they were doing this good thing and giving a content creator like this advanced thing. So everybody would go to the site and then all of a sudden it's like, you lied to us and CG's just sitting there. We didn't, we didn't say anything about drop rates. <laughs> right. Well, and honestly, like, here, here's the other unfortunate thing, I feel like, that people feel, people are feeling frustrated about it. And at first I was like, really? This is all the drop rate is? Like, the drop rate is actually pretty similar to what it is for other shards. The, right. The thing that sucks, that feels bad about it is when you're farming these things in Cantina, it's sp- the, that drop rate is spread between two characters. So instead yeah. of showing like you get six, you know, of one character shard, it, you know, like you do, you do 18 pulls or whatever you, right. and you, you, instead of it saying six, it says three and three and three and three feels so much worse than if it said six and six, 
or if you just got one character that said six on it. Well, that yeah, that that's exactly the thing. Um, I the drop rates are not what people thought they would be, but they're also not bad. They're just the same drop rate as everything else. <laughs> like it's so you know it. What are you gonna do? Um, yeah, I mean, and we have Forsu in the chat saying that they had the. They, they had the chance to reset expectations and chose not to. And, it, you know, I, I guess I can understand that viewpoint. Like, they, they did a little bit drop the ball in terms, at, at the very least, like, they could have clarified the drop rate from the very beginning, and they, they didn't do that. Right. I, you know. Uh, they didn't. But like they did say, because they did actually comment on it, though, is, we, we don't share the drop rates. Like that's something we don't talk about anyway. So, you know, which is true. They, they don't. All of the information on drop rates we have is from people that track it in a spreadsheet and collect massive amounts of data and says, listen, this is what the drop rate is. We're 99% sure based with, you know, whatever deviation of error there is. Um, they don't come from CG. We know them, but we don't come. They don't come from CG. Um, but it's like you said. Part of it is that it's split between two characters, and if you were getting six out of eighteen, uh, you know, uh, far. If you were getting six shards out of eighteen battles, you'd be like, "Oh, that's not that bad." But instead, you see three and three, and it's like, "Uh." uh you know, oh, well, that's, yeah. it, you know, we're complaining about drop rates and it's an accelerated release schedule uh, for a legendary event that's going to be available forever. Like it's, you know, it's kind of like, oh, let me, let me, let me complain about this completely bonus thing that they've never done before that's getting us characters early. I don't know. I just, you're right. Like, these characters shouldn't, quote unquote, shouldn't be farmable for a while now. Still, like still, and these, these, like, in order to make it so that they can release their new character and make it available to everyone, <clears throat> they're making them farmable in a place that everyone's going to be spending energy at, anyways. Yeah. So, and then once, I don't know, I. I don't have a problem with it. I can understand a little bit of frustration with CG. Uh, they, you know, they could communicate better. They can always communicate better, but I don't know. I, I am inclined to feel okay about it, I guess. I don't need to feel that frustrated. Other people can choose to do otherwise. Yeah, it's, uh, here's the thing. At the end of the day, this is, <laughs> stuff that I don't care about. Like I like playing the game. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not going to complain about the bonus drop rates. Like I, I don't know. Um, and force, uh, force who's saying in chat that it's a stupid easy miss for them. It is. It's they could have fixed it, but I don't care that they didn't. At the same, like it's not going to affect how I play the game. That that's probably the best way to put it. Like. <laughs> and welcome, Ross. Uh, thank you. Um, 
like their bad communication doesn't stop me from enjoying the game ever. It's not something I focus on. Right. Right, exactly. But anyways, I and we'll see we'll see how you know if if this continues to be a trend i they've done a lot to redeem themselves in the eyes of the player base and now i mean it's two steps forward one step back i've always loved that expression actually people say that like oh you know you know it's so and so it's always two steps forward one step back and i'm like but that's still progress like (laughs) it's still a one step forward yeah right right. like it's a net gain of one step and that's just gonna happen with a lot of people a lot of people i'm just like well you're you're better than you used to be you know like yeah hopefully you continue to do two steps forward one step back i i don't know like it's (laughs) unnatural to never take steps back i'm not saying that i want cg to ever take steps back but it's also well within the realm of expectations like for those of us who've been playing for four or five years like yeah, you know they've been known to take two or three steps back with, with that, no steps forward. forward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. uh, anyways, twenty twenty is almost done. Maybe they just felt obligated to, to just like <laughs> they throw, needed throw to in. end it like they started it. <laughs> yep, <laughs> they're like twenty twenty's been like this, guys. <laughs> this is our artistic representation of twenty twenty. anyways um so what are your thoughts of beskar so far i have no clue i uh, i don't know i i can tell you i'm not going to put my best speed set on quill to have him beating darth revan teams how's that um i you know you said it earlier of i think while we know the team is still missing a piece i i have beskar he's currently uh, sitting at a very low gear level because I j- just don't have the gear. Um, I, after farming the other two Galactic Legends, my gear reserves are just tacked. Um, so I, I haven't gotten to use them yet. I, I've i seen Clash's videos. I've seen Beskar do a lot of good things. I've seen how excited Clash got by him. I'm going to form zero opinion until we get the next character because i guarantee you whatever the next character is he's going to completely change how we look at that team that's uh, you know right now uh, clash was using nest and clash did fantastic things with them beat basically every other legendary out there the only thing he didn't beat was galactic legends and so if you tell me you get a new character that can beat every previous character of the same level I'm excited about that. Um, but at the same time, I think when the armor comes, it's going to do a lot more. And so I'm kind of reserving my opinion on it. So what about you? Yeah, I mean, it's the same. I, the armor, they, they gave us a really obvious clue that Mando isn't right. going to be, isn't going to be top of, you know, top shelf yet. And who knows if he's going to be top shelf I mean, yeah. I mean, he's not a galactic legend. So right there, that kind of excludes him from being the top top, but he may end up being as good as Jedi Knight Luke. We, we don't know right now. If you mod him very specifically and you give all of the right characters the exact right mods, you can kill almost any non-galactic legend in the game with him, like w- without much variance. Like I've seen Clash do it. 
consistently. You can be General Skywalker, you can be Darth Revan, you can be all the different teams, but you have to have a really fast IG-11, really fast Quill, really fast Kira. Like they all have to be, I think, or Kara, sorry. Um, yeah. They all have to be, I think, within like 10 speed of each other or something crazy like that. Maybe maybe that can be a little bit more varied, and maybe he's got he found he's found something even easier. But um, and you have to you also have a fa- have to have to fast nest, like the speeds on his team made me not want to use the team, for for at least killing like the tough stuff because I'm like right. those would be most of my good fast mods. I I don't necessarily want to do that. It, you can, however, do it. But I mean. I think CG sent a message to us though, like not only to build hype for the armor, but also to say like, this isn't the only character that uh, like, like this isn't the last, this isn't the end of the line. Like you guys are gonna have a better team and it's going to be significantly better because who else would the armor even go with? Right, right, <laughs> yeah. Like, like no one, like she's very obviously going to go with Beskar. So. Yeah, I and so I think of it kind of like when Darth Revan first came out. Because if you remember when Darth Revan first came out, people were like, yeah, he's good, but Jedi Knight Revan is still destroying him. Like, why would I change my arena meta? Then all of a sudden, Malak drops. And like, everybody that said Darth Revan is just okay was like, oh, this guy, th- these two are good. <laughs> and so I kind of expect that to happen, where it's like a... Here's the first piece. Uh, okay. Oh God. Here's the second piece. All right. That changed things. Well, I remember reading the Darth Revan kit and thinking like, "This is amazing. This is broken. This is going to be so good." And then you could beat Jedi Revan teams, but it was tough, especially the ones that had been like super developed with really good mods. Like it could get pretty dicey at times. Yeah. And then, then Malak came out, and everyone was all pissed that you know, uh, the whole Malik controversy with the epic confrontation and the five-star unlock and everything like that. But even with five-star Malik, the team turned into, you know, the meta. Right. Yeah. And I, I doubt that Beskar is going to do that for us, but my, my guess is that he's going to end up being a pretty important counter to at least some Galactic Legends. Is, well, is my guess. Something yeah, like I, I expect that they have a very specific place for him. And I'm just excited. I'm honestly excited to see what that place is. I don't know what it is right now, but I think his kit is exciting in and of itself, but you add something to it and it's going to be the pain in the ass team. Um Right. If it doesn't beat Galactic Legends, honestly, well, I guess it depends how the armor comes out. If the armor comes out as a marquee and it's not beating Galactic Legends, I think I'm fine with it. If it, the armor comes out as like an epic confrontation, so if you have a hero's journey and then an epic confrontation character, they better be killing at least one or two Galactic Legends. <laughs> like, that's, you know. True. So I guess it depends on how this armor is released. That's true too. Um, I mean, hopefully it's not. What's epic about her? Like she has a cool I, well, fight I scene, but, I, but I, I'm just using that as I don't know. 
but I, I guess that they could have an event like i know that jedi revan and darth revan were both uh when they were released they're not actually hero's journey what they what cg called them was like uh hero's journey like events right yeah it's yeah Which, you know it was essentially the same thing if they just didn't classify it as hero's journey for whatever reason and so they they could have an epic confrontation like event for for the armorer that it's like it's like perversely difficult to beat and then you're like yay i don't even know her name or what she looks like or <laughs> anything about her other than she can forge beskar with the best of them and and is also death watch apparently <laughs> Yes, she she does seem epically badass, though, um, or at least in that one fight scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, I mean, I have no problem with her. I was I'm excited she's coming into the game. I just epic is not the right word for her, or if it well, is, then epic has lost its uh, epicness. Right, and it, it might not be an epic confrontation with Mal. Like it could be a legendary, or it could be I don't know some brand new event that they just created for her. I, it, it's, I, in my mind, they're all just legendary characters. Like it, there's no difference between them. Um, right. I, but if she comes out as a special event, then I expect that team to just be like knock their socks off. If she comes out as a marquee, I think she's going to be like Darth Revan or Gas. Uh, the equivalent to them basically yeah and that's i'm i'm honestly i will i say that about like she's not epic and i i really don't want another epic confrontation because i don't i don't want to have to spend i don't have enough get1 to quite get someone all the way farmed (laughs) so so i don't want it for that reason but that being said it like if they do give some kind of crazy event for her that makes her a really important character, then I, I guess I'm okay with it. I just, she's not epic. And I guess I'm, as an English guy, an English uh, guy who has an English degree, I, I, <laughs> I get stuck on definitions sometimes. So um, Fair. I, I will say though, so I am both a huge Star Wars fan. In fact, I just watched A New Hope earlier tonight again um but i'm also a huge fan of the game and kits so if they make her epic even though in the lore she's not epic i won't complain about that as long as the kit is good (laughs) because this is a game where you know candorus is fighting against like uh, luke (laughs) like you know they're We've we stray away from the lore a little bit on this one. So as long as the yeah. kit is good, I don't care what they call her. That's you know. Yep, that's absolutely accurate for me too. Just uh, give us a good kit, and I mean, make make it like I, I like the pixels, and right. I like the you know, like it, it can be anything. And we've said that before of like, you know, some people play it because they like Star Wars. Some people like some people play it uh, just for the joy of, you know, they, they like the actual kits and all, all of that. I mean, most people, you're not going to play this game if you don't like Star Wars, I guess. But right. um, like for me, it's pretty much the same. I We live in a world where Mace Windu, who 
I would love to be really strong is just not that strong. And I'm still mostly just good with it. Uh, you know, like Mace Windu, this legendary guy is significantly less important than some uh, random Ugnaught who used to be a slave, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. not saying, not saying that he's like just, you know, better for any kind of specific, like I just, yeah, I, I just, I've lost I've lost the ability to care about the hierarchy of important characters in the lore need to be way better than everyone else. I just, we have five Hans and only a few of them are good. So. Right. And let's not forget, prior to Watt being like one of the best support characters in the game, how many people could have named Watt Tambor? <laughs> like, I mean... I would. I saw him, and I was like, "Oh, it's that funny-looking guy, you know, that's in the prequels." Like, uh, I know who he is, I guess. Um, and he's one of the best support characters in the game, and everybody's okay with it. So, I think that says <laughs> what you need to you're, know. <laughs> you're right. You're like, really, that guy? Okay. Oh, he's really good. I will. I'll take two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can I have two or three of them, please? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. It really, I, whatever. I, yeah. It's a. It, I'm excited for the new character. Um, how, how, how have you been liking five v five? Oh, thank God we have five v five. It's the way the game is meant to be played. Um, <laughs> that, that, God wills it. <laughs> that, that is in Vertigo. You shut your mouth. Um, <laughs> uh. At 5v5 is, I do really like it, but here's the thing. I want more teams. Like We've said it many, many times before, but 7v7 in 5v5 for our GP, it just isn't enough. Like I'm, I'm putting fantastic characters on defense, and I still feel like I have too much offense. Like I, I end around and I'm like, oh, I still had all these good characters that I just didn't use. And my and my defense wasn't full cleared, so it's not like I went full offense. It's you know. Yeah, that that's the bizarre thing to me, uh, is when people aren't full clearing now. I mean, right. I'm going to say, now I'm not going to full clear or something in the next week. <laughs> and it, people will be like, really, Zareth? Like, you, you're really going to say the things like that anymore? And I'll be like, yeah. Yes, I'll say those kind of things to put my foot in my mouth sometimes. But I mean, the, the trend that I keep seeing, though, this 5v5 is at least on the whale level, and it'll it'll start expanding to the more casual players and the you know the, the non-spenders as well. Is we aren't we aren't seeing a lot of uh, times like I, I see a lot of times where people are clearing eventually, and they don't even get two thousand banners. And you know, for for posterity's sake, like the um, Right now in 5v5, a good score is something over 2100. You know, yeah. like 2120 is probably like the kind of what you're shooting for. And so people people are scoring these scores like they just, you know, they, they failed so often on offense, but they have so many teams that they can eventually just drag themselves to victory anyways. Yeah. And, you know, uh, because we have so many teams available is the start and end of it. 
Right. Well, that's my, yeah, that's the thing. Like you can have six losses right now, but when there's only seven teams on defense, you can still full clear. (laughs) Um, Right. Unless you lose to something really important. Right. If you lose to Ray and then you don't have another thing to clear Ray. um, Yeah. You're screwed. But like, if you lose to say Darth Revan, at this point, you have enough teams that are like, all right, I can just go in and pick off this one character with this team. And then you can go in with another character. Like, it's the Galactic Legends that are, if somebody puts all four Galactic Legends, that might be different. But um, there's, we need, we need more teams, not just for, uh, you know, for that reason of being able to be, full cleared or full clearing but it's just honestly more fun like I look at a board now and I have so much on offense and defense that I'm like all right well here we go Uh, like all right that that wasn't that exciting um (laughs) you know right well yeah it's, it's been a really interesting thing I was talking to I think it was Gom earlier today and we're talking about night sisters and i'm like i think i've only used night sisters once this whole season for anything yeah yeah and, and, and some of it's just i've had i've had really good offenses so i didn't like i didn't need to you know my defenses have actually been very strong and i'll talk about that in a little bit but like there's just been like you don't night sisters get 55s and when you can get a 60 against the team because you have a better option then you're not going to take night sisters and the one time I did use Night Sisters was that weird freak thing where I lost against <laughs> Geos. And, right. you know, it, whatever. It, it's just a, it's a, an interesting situation to be in where suddenly it just seems like out of the blue, we just have too much for too many teams. Because, like, we talked about it last week at the start. I was like, I'm going to start putting, like, I, I looked at my defenses. I'm like, these aren't strong anymore. Like yeah. I need to start putting better teams on defense, even though the teams I was putting down were like used to be really strong. Like they're just not, they're not that strong anymore. So. Yeah. It's uh, we, they gave us another fleet when they should have given us another <laughs> ground team or both. Like if I don't like double fleets, obviously, but if they gave us two fleets and say eight ground teams, great um that would be better but i just and somebody asked in chat would you want more teams or are in the current amount of zones or more zones i would want more zones i think there would be more strategy if they gave us what do we have now we have four zones if they gave us say six zones i think that would be interesting um Dude, I would love that so much. And maybe make it so that it's a little variable. Like, what if they had, what if they had the current system, but they had two zones stacked on the end, and then you could choose which of the back four to put a fleet, like a second fleet oh, yeah. or something. Hide the fleet? That would be, I would simultaneously hate it, but I would love it from a strategy perspective <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, like make it, make it more versatile. Make it so that it's like, wow. That was truly devious instead of like, right. I mean, right now you, you still have the ability to kind of trap people. And I, I totally trapped a couple people this week. Like, really oh yeah, good. me too. 
but but it's limited like against a really good player it, it, it's even more limited because you're like you're a good player and you can beat most of my teams with like three different teams of your own on your just on your offense so right like if you suspect something you're just gonna take a slightly more rng counter to it and i have to like try to hopefully eke out a win based off of you know like just those small margins and th that's fun in its own way like i love grand arena I think I would like it more with a little more, I don't know, strategic variance. More strategery. Yeah, yeah. strategery. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we're talking a lot, a lot about 5v5 here, though. We didn't talk about the last news segment of we're not getting 5v5 next Grand Arena season. Uh, it will be back to 3v3. They need to show off their shiny new Mando, uh, which actually I think his kit isn't going to be fantastic in 3v3, but um, how do you feel about that? <laughs> well, okay, so I'm one of those guys, I don't know, I used this metaphor a while ago actually on on a, like a round table, I think. It's like, I'm like the, I'm like the, woman who has had a few kids and who like <laughs> swears that they don't <clears throat> they'll never do it again after it like it, it just it hurts it's it's horrible you know like not not at all trying to be negative about it. it's just like you know this traumatic incident almost like it's very painful and yet a year later they're like it wasn't that bad like i you know i've talked to my wife i've talked <laughs> to other women who are just like yeah like you, you your mind just somehow shunts it back and honestly my last five 3v3 experience was extremely positive like i got 12 and 0 like i i got rank number 69 i got top i got the second place in division two like on my alt like it was a it was a great season in terms of just like gameplay and like accomplishments that i had uh and so i i'm, I'm already just a little bit kindly or disposed to it so like, it doesn't feel bad to me. I realize that people hate it and that I will probably be frustrated with it in, in a big way once it gets here. But right now, I'm, I'm actually okay with it. What about you? I still hate it. I still think it's stupid. Um, but I tend to win in it. So, you know, I, I guess I can't complain too much. I, I just, I, I don't. I don't get the point of 3v3. Like I, teams aren't balanced for it. They they don't give us characters specifically for it. Like in fact certain certain um, leaderships aka Moff Gideons is completely negated by 3v3. Not that anyone's really using Moff as a leader, but he, they basically said, "Hey, you're you're not going to be a leader in in this round. Uh, sorry, take a seat for a month. Like I know we designed your kit, but too bad. Um, it, it just it, it doesn't make sense to me. But at the end of the day, I like this game mode for the strategy portion of it, and you can still get that in three v three. So it is what it is. Right. It's a uh... 
it's it's a lesser version of 5v5 for sure because as you say the game isn't designed around 3v3 it's designed around 5v5 uh and honestly i think i think that one of the reasons i enjoyed it so much last time i was so i was competitive in it because i was able to kind of navigate the waters of i had all the important characters for the most part i had everything that i wanted i didn't have sith eternal but i had a way to counter him if i ran into him and like i had everything i needed i wasn't materially out, out uh, matched and it, in 3v3 that's a pretty significant advantage having an extra galactic legend over someone it's not always like I, I did beat a few people with four galactic legends when i only had three but especially when it's like you have zero galactic legends and you're facing someone with ray and they just camp ray with han and chewie up front like oh you're done yeah it just sucks you can't one shot it it's impossible like the the win percentages are like 10 percent. like that they're, they're like you got lucky or, or the wins are against ray who don't have gear 13 or something right so uh, you can't one shot them and like a, a lot of people need to get top spot or top ish spot in arena so they're going to have high relics and that's going to match them up with people who have one or more galactic legends so 3v3 3v3 can suck for a lot of people for me it, it was a lot of fun because i had everything i had all the toys and i could counter all the toys so no problems but th there are issues it's an interesting thing to me though that so we, we have this beskar character that's coming out and maybe the armor is going to make him transcendent in 3v3 oh but, i'm sure <laughs> but like so far galactic legends are amazing in 3v3 like they're they're like so so ridiculous like i i would actually i think that 3v3 would be a would be fun for almost every on every level if they just like negated the existence of galactic legends just for that game <laughs> mode yeah and, and i realize that's never going to happen but like pie in the sky like that that would be that would be amazing for 3v3 beskar though like he, he's not built for 3v3 like if you read his kit it's like the whistling birds are all based on how many enemies you're facing right and the damage over times that they take. And so if you have five people with dots, you're going to stack a lot more whistling birds than if you have three people with dots. So it's, yeah, I, I agree. I, I wonder if 3v3 undersells their newest legendary plus. <laughs> like, it, that would be the first time that they've done that. And it'll be interesting. I want to see i want to see him start a 4v4 or 6v6 sometime i think i actually think 6v6 would just break everything but I 6v6 it. would break everything yeah like you you just have certain teams that are already really tough like like imperial troopers who already mm -hmm. barely give anyone a turn if they're fast enough like if you can right. get out ahead and with moff gideon you can like you just you never stop taking turns if you have six characters. You almost never stop taking them when you have five. Right. Well, the big question now is who do you drop out of the Imperial Trooper team? You make it a six-person team and you don't have to drop anybody. <laughs> right. Well, and and once you, you know, we joke about like, what if we had 10v10? And that, that would that would suck even more because it would just give even more advantage to these certain, certain yeah. teams. Like, you know, the game is based around 5v5. That being said... I would try 6v6. Maybe it wouldn't be as broken as I think it is. Uh, I think it would be broken, but, you know, 
What about 4v4? Would you try that? Uh, I feel like I'm Sam I am. 4v4 is still <laughs> would stupid. Would you? Because you? <laughs> uh, uh, 4v... So 6v6 makes gas harder because you add an extra 5 first. 4v4, again, still nerfs him. Um, <laughs> I just... I, I, I don't support any of these. Okay, that's fair. I I would I would try four v four. They would feel like the undersize mode. It's like, oh, this is the team I would take if I was undersizing in five v five. But four v three with Geos. There you go. <laughs> four. It is four v four. Geos versus Mon Mothma. <laughs> oh no, it's it's yeah, it's four v four with Geos versus Mon Mothma. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I would try it. I would, before anything, I would try, I would take a new map, though. Uh, yes, that's that's what I want them to change. Stop giving me 3v3 and actually build a new map. And, and by build a new map, we don't mean go back to those awful original zones where it was <laughs> like, you have fleets on one side and stack seven teams on the other side. Go. Oh, God. Oh, the, I mean, those the were so easy to plan mode. for. Yeah. So yeah. stupid. It was just like, I know everything about this. Like, at least the, the, the only thing I love about our current maps is what might be behind that, that first, that front bottom zone. Like, that's, that's the only suspense we have right now. Yeah. Right. That it's the only strategy you can have, and it's very little. It is, uh, but I mean, we could we still make the most of it. I, I would I would love to get a little variance. Um, anyways, maybe we should talk about our week. We we keep yeah. alluding to our great exploits. How how was your first match solo? Uh, well, it it was interesting. So my opponent the. Tr- it, uh, trickiest team i faced in the first match was a bounty hunter team and that sounds ridiculous but they had grief at 311 base speed under a django lead making so they had grief at 341 so i had to plot out a team that could beat that because my troopers can't get that fast um you don't want to waste a team like gas on on uh bounty hunters like that just seems absurd um and so Actually, we'll throw an assist to you on this. Ended up using Piet lead because Vader was going to be 327 after all the speed boosts because he got no boosts from anybody on the other team thanks to them just being bounty hunters. Um, And Piet lead brought his grief down to 326 and they never got a turn. I went into Merciless and goodbye bounty hunters. Like they died, like they were nothing. I think they died in 30 seconds. Um, But uh, he, so we talk about setting a trap and he fell for my trap in that I um, set two teams in front that would be uh, trap teams for Supreme Leader Kylo. I think one of them was Ray and the other one was General Grievous. You know, we don't have the GAC history up yet, so I don't know which one he used it on, but he got to the back and I put Sith Eternal Emperor back there and 
he clear he did i did check if he had troopers geared up yet and he did not not well at least um and so i looked and he could not clear my Sith eternal emperor because he used kylo way too early and so i got what ended up being an easy win but it was a win that took a lot of thought to get to um i thought it was so funny like just the fact that you needed grief specifically to be slow enough like if it had been boss you would have had so much more so many more issues but but it was grief so it was like oh just reduce his speed with piet call it good right yeah thank you grief for being light side um so random <laughs> yeah how did your first match go this week oh man so th- this week this week was an interesting one i i out lifetime bannered most of my most of the people in my pod by a pretty significant margin and this guy this guy was a collector and i like i had him just completely destroyed on like as a material advantage like i i had four galactic legends with ultimates he had two and two or one of his galactic legends didn't even have all of his zetas so with the original two galactic legends then he didn't even have jedi knight luke which at the at our level like i just assume people i'm facing have (laughs) jedi knight luke like i Yeah, it actually took my six-year-old to spot it for me because I had the scouting page open and he was looking at the guy's Jedi. He didn't know it was my opponents though. He was like, "Where, Daddy? Where's your Jedi Knight Luke? <laughs> like, is he like? Because he's he knows enough that he can read. He reads all the the categories and stuff. And he's like, these are all your Jedi, but like, is he not? Is he does he not have the Jedi tag? And I'm like, first off, buddy, like that was that's outstanding that you noticed that <laughs> training and him second, well. I know. And second off, you're right. Like, where is his Jedi Knight Luke? <laughs> and, and so, I mean, it went a, it went about as you can expect. Like, he he put his Relic Five Phoenix down, and I just used Sith Eternal with three Jawas to get a feat. Uh, so I got terrible banners, but not even all the Jawas died. And <laughs> like, I I just totally smashed him. I tried to chat with him. He didn't want to chat. That's fine. I. Uh, it's every once in a while it's it was fun to be able to face some of these like older like some of these less developed teams that you see like most of the people at our level don't have fully relict phoenix and it's fun to be able to face it but was it was it that hard or interesting so got got a win which was nice because i I came in after a, a pretty tough taking a loss in the finals of the week before so uh, it was it was nice to get back on my feet, so to speak. What about your round two, the semifinals? And and for those of you who haven't realized, Solo, uh, going into this one, he was undefeated. Yes. Like it, for the for this season, so four and zero, oh, trying for five and zero. Oh. Yeah. So my opponent put down that uh, Jedi Knight Luke Jedi Master Luke team on defense, um, and he actually put down some strong teams because what else was there? Um, CLS was on defense. God, I hate that they there is no review period because all I remember is that there were strong teams down on defense, and I actually so I was able to clear them, but not for it was not it was not an efficient clear. But so if anyone scouted me all last week, I only put one Galactic Legend on defense, and I, I intentionally did that in the first week. I wanted people to think that that's how I was going to play the entire time. And so this week, um, you know, I, I said last match I put Ray and Sith Eternal on defense. Second match I put 
Ray and Supreme Leader Kylo on defense, and um, I was able to one-shot everything except for my Supreme Leader Kylo, and so I was able to sneak by with the win, even though I didn't have a very efficient match. But honestly, it's not because I didn't play well. Like, I didn't make any mistakes. It was just guy had strong defenses, and, you know, sometimes you lose banners to good defenses. Um, but luckily, he lost to Kylo. I, I, I got worried. I, I remember sending you a message. I was like, uh, this guy has just beat four teams for like 60 banners. I think I'm screwed. Then five minutes later, I'm like, never mind. <laughs> There's <Yep>. the loss. <laughs> Cancel that. <laughs> it, still, it still got iffy, though, because the first couple of fights were so efficient that even though he lost, he could have won if he got like 60 on his last two ground battles and then uh, decent scores in fleet. But luckily he got, you know, a couple like 57s on the grounds and then was like, oh, thank God. Okay. I got the win. Whew. That was closer than it should be. <laughs> so, I mean, is there anything better in this game than being like a little bit vulnerable in grand arena? Like you, you left a vulnerable score and your opponent's doing well. And then you see the the team, like they're attacking and you see the team, pop up in color again yes <laughs> like, I, I think that that might be the most glorious feeling in the entire game oh yeah actually. or you back out to the map while you know they're attacking and all of a sudden it shows the guy humped uh, hunched over and you're like yeah ha, all right here we go <laughs> yeah yep one of the best things <laughs> so yeah I, I i love that this this week i didn't have to experience that but yeah um, yeah uh, but how did your beat or your semifinals go? So semifinals, I always have trouble remembering my semifinals. Uh, I was against was against a guy. You know that you're against like a good guild, like a good territory war guild. When you say, um, when you say that you faced that like that guild, like in your recap on on your GAC video, <laughs> and the first things you get are three downvotes. <laughs> and, then, and then you don't get any more after that but like it's right. like the guy's like hey guys like go down both this a-hole uh, you know like they he beat me like i was we didn't even talk this this person and i but i was i was facing a someone from the um the biggest shadowlands guild and um yeah what what did happen he had i think he had sith eternal on the board and i used troopers to kill sith eternal and I mean, when, once you can do that, once you have that kind of mismatch, oh, that's right. So I, I cleared the board pretty efficiently. Like he left some decent teams, but I had the right counters. And like I used, I used my geos to kill his, or sorry, I used my bounty hunters to kill his geos for 60. I did, I had a lot of really high scores actually. I got in the, it was in the 20s, the, or the 20, 2120s of my score and then my opponent went after that and they actually didn't clear a zone <laughs> oops yeah like they they i think they beat my uh, they took two shots against my ray i think in the one of the zones and then i think they took like they, they attacked commander luke and killed han and chewy so it was like the old like 3v3 team of like chewy or cls and uh chupio and 3po all hanging out and um then he attacked them three more times couldn't get through then went to my top cleared a couple teams up there 
and then he couldn't uh he couldn't there was another team up there they couldn't clear yeah so i don't know i zero zero zones cleared on that one uh felt good <laughs> against against someone in a top territory war guild so uh, happy enough with that result and i was back in the finals of course hoping i wouldn't drop it but i was also hoping you wouldn't drop yours how how was your finals solo so my finals were um here's the, you know we talked about trends earlier um about what's going on in 5v5 and one of the trends i found is less and less gls on defense like now that we have four i faced less galactic legends on defense than i did when we had two, which is kind of funny to me because every round this week, I've faced only one Galactic Legend on defense and we have four and it's like, okay. Um, so he placed one Galactic Legend on defense. I kept two for offense, which makes it much easier, uh, much easier to clear. Cause I just cleared his Galactic Legend with one of mine. Um, and so the rest of the board was or ground teams were cleared easy and then he had a stupid negotiator team on defense and so of course i lost on fleet because dodges of course um but then so we talked about people not even able to score 2000 banners but still getting a full clear so this guy i, I give him all the well i don't give him credit i don't because my front bottom zone was General Grievous and Ray, and he decided to use Supreme Leader Kylo to solo my General Grievous, and then he lost to the Ray team. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> like that doesn't make sense. Um, Some people make better choices in life than <laughs> others. <laughs> and then uh, that sent him into a tailspin, and he lost a total of five times. Um, and he also lost on fleets. So I, I bet he's glad he put his negotiator on Deeks. He almost didn't clear my fleets at all. Um, and so he finished, even with the full clear, with the score of 1997. Um, it, is, it was awful. Um, awful score. Give him credit for full clearing, though, um, and not just well, I, giving up. But, I know, that's what I was saying. I was like, man, like that, <clears throat> that shows some persistence. Yes, uh, but <laughs> why would you use Kylo to solo General Grievous when Ray is sitting right next to you, like right, right in the same zone? <laughs> it, it just goes to show that you don't need intelligence to be persistent. That's all it <laughs> that's, shows. All right, <laughs> that, that that's true. Um, Two important but... things, and you don't you don't necessarily get both in this yeah. world. So, so I finished the week at three and oh that puts me at six and oh uh for the season i'm very happy real quick mud bum thank you for your raid always good to see you brother um with that said you're going into the championship as well to try and go three and oh for the week how how did it turn out um okay so i, I scouted my opponent quite a bit on this one and i I don't know. I, I felt, I, I was like, man, I think I understand what he does. Like I had scouted a couple of his season, previous seasons in uh, 5v5. And when things give him trouble, if he has those things, then he puts them on defense. 
like, yeah. like so he on offense he he's like oh man i'm struggling against general grievous just just as a random example right. struggling against general grievous with watts struggling at like I, I keep failing against it and then the next week what do you know he has general grievous with watt in mm-hmm. there yeah yeah and, and so i i was like i i think this is gonna happen so he struggled hard uh, uh, twice in the the first week of 5v5 uh, against Sith Eternal Emperor <clears throat> teams, like he didn't yeah. save his Supreme Leader Kylo for him, and he struggled hard. Didn't he, one of them? He barely cleared. The other one, he took a ton of time uh, fights against. And then he also has this habit of using Supreme Leader Kylo to always beat Ray. So I was like, okay, so here's what we're gonna do. <clears throat> he, like he has really good troopers, so I don't want. I, I can't can't make myself vulnerable to his troopers with Sith Eternal. But what I did. I put Ray in the front with just some nonsense tanks just to to force it to get a 47 against his Supreme Leader Kylo. Right. <clears throat> um, I was good with that, but I wanted her to be there as bait. And then what else did I put up front? Like, I think I just put General Grievous or something. And so what ended up happening, I, I went in and I, I cleared him really hard. I, I got a like really good score actually. Uh, because he puts it, he did put Sith Eternal on defense uh, the way I predicted, but I used troopers to take it out because he didn't put the right composition in. Um, what I did, so I, I cleared him really well. When he attacked after that, and he attacked like almost immediately after, he was like watching my attacks. Um, <clears throat> he so we cleared that front zone. He actually failed on Ray, so I don't. Maybe he tried to use like Darth Vader or something against her. I I don't know. Um, but he cleared a clear ray into cleared that front zone and then i put sith eternal in the back with darth revan and malak <clears throat> and uh anyways I, I also i put a bunch of other really tough stuff down and the the long and the short of it is he managed to clear everything else not super efficiently but he did clear them and uh, couldn't he took like six attempts on my sith eternal and couldn't clear it so like hashtag trap successful you know, uh, it was, it was nice. It, it was, it, it felt good. Cause I, I got the right read. He puts the eternal down on offense or on defense. And I actually, he kind of faked me out too, though. Cause I was like, okay, so I think that's going to happen. I'm going to place like a tough first order team, like a first Kylo Ren team with Hux on defense. And then I'll just have Supreme Leader Kylo to solo his Sith, his Sith eternal. Like I, I was so confident that's what I did. And then he put a comp that wasn't protected against troopers, but it, <laughs> or yeah, it wasn't protected against troopers, but it was protected against uh, Supreme Leader Kylo solos. Like yeah. he had he had Dooku and Sidious on there. So, um, you know, the healing immunity and the buff uh, and the ability block, the, the, that combo of characters, like it, it was very effective. But yeah. Um, it wasn't effective against my troopers. I got 60 against that. So it, it ended up being a total blowout. And I, I felt pretty happy about my scouting there. Yeah. So how was how was your final solo? You're going for six and oh, perfect. <laughs> We've already talked about it. <laughs> oh, we already did. <laughs> we did. Oh, I'm bad at things. My apologies. You're right, we did. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> gosh, okay. So, so how did it go now? Um, <laughs> We had, we had good weeks then. We did. We did. We, um, I mean, <laughs> hard to complain about a 3-0 for both of us. Um, you know, 
And so it, it turned out well. We're set up to go into the second half of this season. Um, you know, I, I always look at it as uh, realistically, the chances are I'm not going to drop two in a week. It's possible. It's just been very, very, very long time since that's happened. So I look at it as like, okay, I'm probably 10 and two this season. Oh, th- fantastic. I can live with that. Um, you know, and then if I go 11 and one or, uh, you know, that that's great as well. But I, I look at it and I just, you know, I've gotten through the first two weeks. And I'm like, even if I lose two of these, I'm still going 10 and two. This is, it's a good season. It's, it is a good season. Just don't forget to sign up next week. Um, you know. Oh gosh! <clears throat> yeah, well, and people do that too, dear Lord. Yeah, um, yeah. No, and that—that's—that's that's the really great thing. If you start with a really strong season with with a really great record, like it's, it makes the rest of the season so much less stressful. Right. Well, I I had a habit of, and this was in like July and August and September where I was losing a match in the first week and it kind of changes the pressure on you. Like it's, you you lose in that first week and then you get into the second week and you get a a tough matchup and you're like, Oh God, I'm going to, I'm going to lose here. And then, you know, it kind of gets in your head and it snowballs. And what was it? Two months ago, I had a nine and three season because it just snowballed every week. It was like first week and then second week and then third week. And then finally the fourth week, I was kind of able to break out and go three and oh, but it's so easy to get in your head (laughs) if you don't kind of control it early, basically. Right. Uh, Yeah. Being able to, being able to just have that six and oh, like that, that's such good insurance. And you're, you're giving yourself the opportunity to have your best season ever. Right. Right, exactly. Um, so we'll see. I'm again. This, you know, last season I waited until the final week to lose, and I was in contention for top 100 going into the final week. Uh, this season I am sitting right there again. Um, you know, I, I'm waiting to cash in a couple feats right now that would put me in right around the top 100. So we'll see. We'll see how this plays out. Hopefully, you know, knock on wood, I can make it happen this season. Now, maybe I'll get 96 to pair with your 69 from last season. <laughs> would be cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would be cooler if you got, well, it'd be cool for, cooler for you if you got top 50. And, and honestly, I, I would be super excited for you if you yeah. got that too. I would be sad because I want to have the highest record, but <laughs> I've been feeling like, yeah. I feel like Colosso got better than us one time anyway. Uh, he so. probably did. He, what a jerk. Because I, I know he's gone 12 and 0, so he probably did. Um, I did, I did miss out on one of the feats last week. And looking at the feats for this week, I'm probably going to miss out on one of the feats for this week too, because I'm just, I don't want to have to bring my separatist droids on offense, to be honest with you. Um, I, I just, so I don't want to get 12 kills with them. I just, <laughs> you, you don't, 
no let's translate that into you don't know if you can get 12 kills with, <laughs> with no your, i, I your 12 I just, b2 mm. uh somebody's gonna place night sisters down and then just kill kill them 12 times in one match um it's just a question of bringing them on offense to, to get that like i i don't need to do that uh i don't want to do that let me i don't want to do that um you know, that's so. that's awesome though, man. I I don't know. I, I hope I hope you get I hope you get it one way or another. So yeah, yeah. Do we have podcast questions this week? No, we don't. We had no podcast questions this week. People oh. were slacking. Um, How dare you? There was all the righteous indignation and complaining. So we got no podcast <laughs> questions. They probably knew <laughs> what our answers were going to be. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we can move straight into actually our alts. We both have alts. I think mine's currently sitting at 6.6 or 6.7 million, Mm -hmm. right in between there. Yours is chugging along in Division 2. How would your alt do? Oh, or you have two alts too, because you also have Prevail Man. <laughs> yeah, let's, we can stagger it. So you, we'll talk about mine, then uh, you yeah. can talk about yours, then Prevail Man if we have time. So, um, so my alt, I'm in Division Two, and oh yeah, th- this was a big week for me actually. I've been building it up for a while, and uh, so those of you who have been paying attention to my alt or have just like randomly listened to me talk about my alt, like I've been trying really hard. I've been I, I've been working on uh, consecutive my consecutive win total for a while, and I am now at or I I was it, coming into this week, I think I was at ninety eight wins consecutive uh, for the account, and so this would be the week that I could potentially get a uh, get a hundred consecutive, which obviously that's that's just like an arbitrary milestone. Like I don't even get any awards, nothing happened. It was that interesting uh, to get it, but. Uh, my first match was actually kind of scary because my opponent, who's never really done very much in terms of like, he's really inefficient. He does, he plays poorly. He, so I, I failed, I failed against him um, at one point, uh, right, right off the bat, uh, just kind of fell on my face. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm mixing this up. I think the, hmm. Gosh, now I can't remember. But uh, one way or another, I, I think this, the opponent was like on the edge of being able to beat me, and then he couldn't beat my ships. Like I thought he was going to cheat. Maybe that was maybe that was the finals of last week, though. Now I'm I'm mixing it up. But one way or another, I, I did end up winning my first match, and then um, I faced I don't know someone who wasn't that good in my second match, I was glad that he attacked first and failed a few times. So I knew that as long as I could just get a one shot clear on him, then I would, I'd be golden, then I'd be good. And that's what I did. And I got the win and we all just, in my sedate way, I just said, yay, I won. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it, It was pretty cool though. I, so I got I got my hundredth win, hundredth win. People in this stream were making fun of me because I'm adding an extra syllable to hundredth. I mean, you do like to say you're an English major, so. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know, I don't know if that, I don't know. I'm good with hundredth or hundredth, but people can <laughs> people can feel offended if they would like. Um, 
But I got, I got my hundredth win, and then I got my hundred and first win. My my finals opponent was it was so weird, man. I nothing against him, honestly. Like he he was a good, he was a fine guy. Like he he clearly tries on mods, but he doesn't know how. Like he he's like pointed in the totally wrong direction. Like yeah. he had every character that he had had a gold mod. They were all health sets, and none of them had anything but incidental speed on them like right. clearly the guy just takes uh one mod and boosts it up to uh 5a and throws it on let's let, let, let's let's like the auto sort just throw it on them and calls it good and that was across his entire roster and so i even made a pretty bad move with like bounty hunters against a palpatine team that i shouldn't have and it was like he doesn't have the mods to really back anything up, so I still I just won by default. I was like, that was lucky, but that <laughs> yeah, was super weird. Yeah. I was like, how did this guy make the finals? No, nothing against him. He probably just maybe had an auto deploy and maybe a couple. I, I don't know. A guy in my guild I just recently left actually just uh, posted a thing. He said he never at any point attacked or set defenses, and he just got first place. Like he what he had an entire pod of auto deploys <laughs> and, and he got first place in his pod like wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was like that's like amazing in a lot of for a lot of reasons and kind of sad <laughs> but, <laughs> like I, I would hate to be the one guy who wanted to play grand arena against those guys and had to face a bunch of people who just didn't care and i had to kill three <laughs> auto deploys oh, in a row God, that like, would be so frustrating it would be way worse <laughs> yeah yeah so I know he's like this is weird I've never taken first before I was like <laughs> gosh <laughs> so uh, that was that was my week for my alt I'm still still going strong 101 consecutive right now I guess my next feed is hopefully I can go one year without losing that that would be impressive that's only what three and a half months away yeah only a few more I I'll have to do the math. Uh, I I really don't even remember when the wing, wind streak started, so I'll have to go back and watch videos. But right. uh, anyways, how was you? You had a you had a much more challenging week for your alt. How how did your week go? I did have a challenging week for my alt. Good lord! So my first match wasn't anything, honestly, to write home about. He my opponent didn't even attack. Um, so I got the easy win. My next two matches, both matches, I went up against people with 550k lifetime banners. Um, so both were very good players. I was able to pull off the win on the first one. And then this latest one, man, I, I can't wait to see the Grand Arena history because I have two GLs. My opponent only had one Galactic Legend Um he put his Galactic Legend on defense. I had my Galactic. Le I had one of my Galactic Legends on defense. I had an efficient match. I mean, I think I, I scored what twenty one nineteen. So I only dropped twenty banners off the soft max in what nine fights. Um, and he went through and beat me, only dropping fourteen banners off the soft max, and that's including against. You know, I had Darth Revan on defense. I had, I had the uh, an annoying Galactic Legend Ray team on defense with BB-8 and JTR, um, and 
you know, had Padman defense. I had didn't put a weak defense down, and he only dropped fourteen banners. Um, so very interested to see what he used to beat me. Uh, but uh, you know, so I went two and one. That drops me down to five and one for the season. Uh, you know, horrible five and one for the season. I really can't complain there. Um, you know, it it was. I put more thought into my matchups for my alt this week than I did for my main account, just because I, two guys with incredible lifetime banners in a row is, <laughs> it was rough. I, this is my alt account. I'm supposed to be doing this on my main, damn it. <laughs> I know, isn't that silly? Um, <clears throat> and you think that I would scout for my alt, uh, you know, to be able to, to be able to actually like get to a hundred and <laughs> I and that I would like to change my defenses and stuff to to suit that uh and I just didn't at all like yeah not even once I think yeah I, I changed a couple things just to make sure that I could get the feats and everything yeah. I'm still going for top 10 if I can uh you know top maybe number one if if all the cards fall right so <laughs> now that but, Calvin's not there <laughs> yes well, I mean he's one of the cards so yes. he's out <laughs> No, yeah, no. this my this is my window, my one <laughs> shot. <laughs> yeah, um, and he totally deserved to beat me last last time. Uh, I hate him, but he totally <laughs> did. He actually has a real account. Mine's such a weird one, but uh, anyways, I my my prevail man account. I I'm in the top hundred ish right now. Nice on it. So I won all three of them. Here's the issue. I so it was actually a tough week, but at the end. I, I had won all three and in the end my strength of schedule was it was like the best one like you when you look at I had, I had the ability to look at how everyone else did in my group and everyone else that I faced won two of their matches yeah that was their only loss uh, on three of three of those guys so they were all they got second third and fourth uh, and the first match was the toughest because the guy it's such a it's division 10 and you can if you want it's a terrible strategy for long-term success in the game but if you want to you can farm and get jedi Revan by the time grand arena starts sure you, you can totally do that and that does not prepare you for fleets it does not prepare you for anything except for having one team that no one else can beat <laughs> And so what do you do with that team? You don't use it for offense. You, you stick it, it on down defense. on defense yeah. and make it so your opponent can't clear one side. And so that's exactly what happened. He placed his Jedi Revan team down and I couldn't beat it. And so I cleared half the board. He couldn't beat even one of my squads <laughs> and I won. Um, nice. And then the next two, they actually placed beatable teams. So I got full clears and it's actually it's going to be really tough to make Kyber. Like if I go 11 and one, I think I'll make it. If I go 10 and two, it's going to be real dicey. Yeah. that That's a problem with the lower divisions of just, you don't have depth to your roster. Like even in division four, three, and two, you may not be able to beat every team, but you can beat most of the teams you'll see. And then every once in a while run into like, I remember you would run into a Darth Revan and say, oh, crap, I don't think I can beat this because he's so fast, you know, a couple of seasons right. ago. Um, but Division 10, you, you basically have, like, a team and a half. <laughs> like that's Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's 
it's in, it'll be interesting to watch you have a ridiculously good season and you might miss Kyber. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> that's, that's depressing. Like It shouldn't be like that, but uh, yeah. Right. I, I mean, I'm good with exclusive Kyber, but this isn't a season where it's supposed to be. It's just you get so many, you get so few, uh, you get so few banners for your wins that clearing zones becomes like extremely important. And when you can't, if you, you can only clear half the board, you win. You're like, wow, I have a way better roster than you. You don't have a fleet, and that's the right. thing I'm running into is no one has a good fleet. Like they put their best fleet down, and I just smash it because I have Millennium <laughs> Falcon. I, right. I, yeah. I planned ahead. I have the Falcon and. And then they can't, even if they save their good fleet, they can't beat my B team fleet because I've also been working on ships there. And so like even their best fleet can't beat my worst fleet. And right. so it's it's pretty cool. Um, and now the, I, I think, so right now I have the Commander Luke. Uh, I have the ability to start to try the Commander Luke um, missions. Oh, that's exciting. Like I, I could unlock him. If I had enough credits, which I just don't, I'm totally broke. Uh, and my Leia is like level 50 and the rest of them are way or about that as well, except for R2-D2. I have everyone else at seven stars though. If I have, they just got a direct infusion of like 20 million credits. <laughs> I could unlock Commander Luke tonight. So yeah. I'm wondering if I'll have him for, um, or for week four of the season. Oh, yeah. Well, hopefully, you know, knock on wood for a good credit heist next time it comes around. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah, so, and that's the other nice thing about having farmed the, uh, having farmed Han and Chewie is uh, I can actually do those heists. I can do the top level right away. So, right. I just hit seven stars on Han, actually. It's exciting. But, yeah, so this was a good week for me. I went nine and oh. Not bad. Not bad at all. Not too bad. Yep. And um, not going to get top 10 on that account, though. So hopefully we get Kyber. We got to just lower the bar. (laughs) (laughs) At least for now. For now. Yeah. Maybe next season. Like, I didn't get all the feats either. It's just a a mess. Division 10. I'm not saying that it's bad. It's just you're so feat dependent, too. It's like if you can just do, if you can do a few of the feats, it's like worth as much as a win. It's crazy. You know, or, or yeah. like, like when you can, when you can do one feat and it's as much as clearing a zone, but you can't, only a few people can do the feats. It's right. Uh, it's tough. Anyways, why don't we move to the next segment, which is, um, what have you been doing to advance your roster solo? What are you what things have you done this week to get an edge in Grand Arena? Well, um, I unlocked Beskar Mando that I can't use in Grand Arena because he's purple. Um, no, the, the important thing about that, though, is I got Quill to G13. IG11, I, I got IG11 to gear 12. And literally, like, I open them up at gear 12, and usually there's, like, one or two green little pluses there. No. <laughs> there was none. Like, so... Zero. <laughs> 11 just sitting at gear 12 plus zero right now. But, so I really focused on Queel. I got Queel to G13. Um, I think Queel... Yeah. 
I think since he's gear 13, I think I'm going to put him on defense with the the bastard bounty hunter team under a Django lead. So I, 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 have, I have him fast, but not like lightning fast. Um, so I think I'm going to put him with Django to give him that extra speed and see see how that does on defense. Um, I'm not expecting it to be lights out, but I think people haven't fought them before and, you know, maybe it catches people off guard, new character, they don't know how to approach it type situation. Uh, yeah, I mean, you might get someone too. Like, I would probably just try to overkill it. Yeah. Or something. Well, I, I might actually be able to, the thing is a new character is really hard to test against too. Like when, right. when I had to face that key Eddie Mundy in the first week, mm-hmm. I was like, I just have to go off of theory craft alone. Cause I don't, I, I literally can't test against this. No one in my entire shard that I know of has a relic or well has a relic. Key Eddie Mundy has a seven star. So right. same yeah. with Beskar. Yeah. Um, Beskar I'm hoping, see, I just don't think I, I have so little gear. Like, it would be nice to have him for week four. I just don't think I can do it. Um, I, I'm going to try my best. I just I don't think it's possible to get him up to gear 13 for week four. Um, it's probably going to be a next season type of thing because I have no gear 12 pieces. I have no Carbontes. I have no Kyrotex left. Like, I'm just, <laughs> it's going to be a little while. I hear that, man. I've been, uh, yeah, it's crazy how, I mean, they just, whenever whenever we get caught up on the Carbante, I remember I used to have over a thousand of them uh, before the new Galactic Legends were released. And right. they're, they are, they've been gone for a very long time now. Yeah. They just evaporated, basically. Yeah, I need to start saving. Uh, need to start saving up Carbonti again because, like you said, I used to have a good amount of them, and then they just all disappeared, and they have been back to my gear uh, crunch. Like if I have stun guns, I don't have Carbontis to apply to them or apply them. It's it's quite absurd. Yeah, it, it's such a silly state of affairs. We, yeah. Whatever. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to get them, though. Man, the Beskar characters are all characters I really want, anyways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't. I can't wait to get them up. But just, I, I do. I do have to wait. <laughs> um, you can't yet. You must. <laughs> yes. Uh, but what about you? What did you work on this week? I mean, I'm just a little farther behind in the process than you. I haven't, yeah. uh, I haven't put money into it yet. I, I will eventually. I just, there's not really, in my opinion, there's not a huge reason to rush. Like I'll get them a little slower, pay a little less money. And I, I would love to have Quill and IG-11 at gear 13. But right now I, I have no pressing need to have Beskar, especially because he doesn't require, uh, sorry, he does require so much gear. I couldn't gear him anyways. So he would just sit on the sidelines. I'd be like, hey guys, I got, I got Beskar. <laughs> and then, right. and then they'd, they'd say like, oh, cool. Where are you using him? I'm like, desperation bench unit. Yeah, you know? like, right. 
that's where he's going to be uh, for me. So I may as well just have him unlocked or un-unlocked. And yeah. right now we still have a couple weeks in the cantina of getting those bonus drops. May as well just get as close as I can to that. And then I'll snap up some shards uh, with crystals, probably, maybe. And we'll call it good. If I get some Christmas money or something like that, that'd be sweet. Uh, we totally do that. Um, and then we'll have Beskar. We, and then we can wait for the, the game-changing character, the armorer. So really, <laughs> all I've been doing, I've been farming Carbanti and getting uh, Quill and IG-11 up to 11. Yeah, that that sounds sounds about right. And I've been hoarding. I have I do have about three hundred of each of the Chirotech right now. Yeah, I I am getting worried that the second I finish these and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna start hoarding some gear. They're gonna be like, oh, by the way, guys, here's the next two Galactic Legends. <laughs> yeah, I know. I. Oh, so so here we, we have a tiny bit of time. I will say this. Yeah. Um, so I, I felt like a little bit nervous about doing this because I just didn't want to get behind on my farms and stuff. But when I put when I gave relics to Shore Trooper, I was like, man, I, I hope they actually use him. I hope he's actually useful. And I've used him like every single team ever now. Like, I mean, every Grand Arena, every Territory War, I used the heck out of him. So Shore Trooper at relics absolutely worth the investment and i'm i'm gonna do the same once i get uh beskar up yeah. i'm gonna do the same for sith empire trooper like having a pre-taunt uh, a dark side pre-taunt has been transformative honestly i had no idea it would be this impactful <laughs> yes uh, a pre-taunt well a pre-taunt is always good um <laughs> you know. that doesn't immediately die to some of the harder characters out there is even better it's even better. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what? I, since we're talking about gearing, you know what I'm really worried about. Since I have zero gear, is that somehow when the armor comes out, we're going to need Moff Gideon. And here's the thing: I really want Moff Gideon geared up, but he is currently sitting behind IG-11's all of his gear twelve gear. Um, and I have to gear up Beskar, and so I can't also gear up Moff Gideon and Beskar at the same time, because they need a lot of the similar gear, and it's just like, oh my god, how am I gonna do this? Um, it's, it's, uh, I, I want to gear up Gideon so badly, and it's just, it's physically impossible right now. Dude, it's killing me. I, I'm like, when can I ever work on my Mon Mothma team? Yeah, that's... Yeah. I, I, I guess I did get Kara up to Relics recently. Uh, that was that was nice, but like, it, it's really hard. It's, it's in fact impossible to justify putting Relics on POW right now when I could be working on Beskar requirements. Like... You know, right. clear clear levels of priority distinctions here, but I, I do I want I want that relic power. I need need that extra speed on him. I want that whole team to be good. I loved it when you just destroyed, like you just took them apart. The night sister team. Oh yeah, like that that was so <laughs> cool. Like a bunch of just scrubs, like 
literally like the rebel fighter tag is like the it, it's a way for cg to it, it almost just tags them it's like an i suck badge that you just like <laughs> hand out you're like wear this and you're like i don't want to wear this it, it, it's going to bring negative attention toward me and the cg is like tough luck and then now it's like a, they combine to be this really cool thing and i just want to be able to use it yeah Why? That's, that's, wow. I feel like I'm crying, but sound like I'm crying. It's a, uh, but it what's really cool actually is that they have so many characters that I want to be working on. Even after I, you know, I've spent some money and all this stuff. I know it can feel frustrating, especially for people who are free to play. They can't get all the characters, and you know the the uh, the thought of actually trying to get all the characters is kind of daunting, but. Like there's so much to do in the game still, even after five years, it's yeah. uh, still a lot of cool progress to be made, a lot of cool teams to be explored and comps. I, you know, I'm not like a health game health expert or whatever, but I feel like the game is in a pretty good place right now. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. At, at least from the team, <laughs> team comp, division of it um there's a lot to like about all of the characters that they released this year every single one of them has been fantastic yeah i can't think of a character i mean i can't think of a character that i've disliked that they've released like in a, in a lot of ways and i know that people are finding really good uses for key eddie monday but in a lot of ways he's the most disappointing of them that oh, i can yeah. think of yeah and, and he's still going to be really good yeah so so yeah um like in the the last character that i've been very disappointed in was like rose or something if i want to say <laughs> right and i never had high hopes for her to begin with well, I mean, it just using the same principle that we discussed before, like a kit is a kit. Like if she had really good rules, we would all have rows on our teams. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then we just take perverse delight in her being killed. We're like, hey, you know, that's that's an acceptable loss. <laughs> no, I don't wish death on anyone. No. Not usually, uh, but... I don't know. What What do you think, Solo? Should we call it a night? Call it a little early? Yeah, I, we probably should. Um, guys, get podcast questions in for next week. Because um, it's, it's going to be a slow news week next week, just to begin with, just because of the holidays. Um, and CG is mostly on vacation. So uh, get us podcast questions in. You can submit them via our desk our discord uh the link is in the description below in almost everything that we do including this podcast and videos and um uh on twitch it's in our descriptions um yeah you can find our youtube channels mine is just solo base 15 zareth's is just zareth on youtube it's x-a-e-r-e-t-h we both have, thank you, Gig. Um, we both have Twitch channels that we stream privately on, uh, aka, you know, we do our own Grand Arena battles, not together. Mine on Twitch is SoloBase15. Zareth's is 
not just his name. It has to be Zareth underscore prevails, a.k.a. X-A-E-R-E-T-H underscore P-R-E-V-A-I-L-S because somebody stole his name. How dare they? And Aldo, thank you for the cheer. Um, uh, all right, Aldo, you want the best Mando Team Zetas. God, how do you even order those? It, I would probably... I did all four of them at once. Um, <laughs> so I, I would I would honestly, right at this point, I would say IG-11 and Quill have, I mean, it depends on what car- what squads you want to work on too, but right. I think right now, the ones that appeal to me most, beyond the ones that go on Beskar himself, I like IG-11 and Quill yeah. a lot. I, well, you might as well do IG-11 and Quill just because first... Uh, just because they have multiple uses right now. And without the armor, the Beskar team is good, but not great. So you can hold off on Mando Zetas, I guess. Uh, I guess, because his Zetas are good. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, you're going to put them on, unless right. you're Calvin Awesome, and then maybe maybe we have to ridicule you first. But Probably, probably. <laughs> uh, all right. We love Calvin. Uh, guys, uh, continuing to pimp our stuff real quick. On Friday nights, we have the Gambit Fight Night. We will still have the Gambit Fight Night on Christmas, uh, mostly because our significant others are asleep by that point, and so we can. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, the fights that are recorded and put on YouTube are then timestamped and put into a Google counter uh, document. The document shows the teams that were faced, the full team that was faced, not just who the leader was, the full team that was used to beat it, not just the leader like most of these other counter sheets. And what sets it apart from, say, like SWGOH.GG's, uh, you know, meta counter that they have is you actually get to see the video of the fight and see how it works and see the gear that's on the other team because right now there is no other way to see gear for the other team um you can find that on our counter sheet the links are in the description of everything that's we do and uh with that said i think that has pimped ourselves out zareth i think it is time to call it a night thank you to everyone that's listening not live we will catch you all on the flip side uh remember that evil sucks And don't be dicks. Have a good week, guys.